y'all. Welcome to the October 2020 episode of Coconut Oil, Stardust, and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela, and we're just going to go ahead and jump right in because October, I told y'all with the September episode that stuff was going to start getting more intense, more interesting as we get into quarter four. So we're going to jump right in. October has several um, interesting alignments. Typically, well, historically, um, October has been a month where we celebrate harvest. We celebrate the third harvest. Um, This is where we get into what we call Halloween. Um, But this is where we get into that energy of celebrating the ancestors that have passed, celebrating the dead. Um, And understanding that there comes a point where... The days get shorter, the nights get longer, and we have more moonlight. We have more nighttime. There's more power in our lunar energy. Our lunar energy talks about, speaks to our emotions, our ability to be intuitively tapped in, our ability to have soul connections. Um, And so... As we get to the latter half of the year, entering quarter four, we're going into fall now. We've passed the autumn equinox. Um, We are at the point where, and this happens every year, we're at the point where the veil thins a bit more. We have some alignments that speak to that cosmically. Um, But as far as a lot of this stuff, y'all, goes back to almanacs and almanac almanacs typically um charted the moon energy charted the sun charted the celestial bodies for harvesting and farming because people lived off the land and they really understood the impulses and the heartbeat of the universe so We're talking about um, October where typically a lot of interesting things happen. When we're talking about the veil, the veil has already kind of thinned out early. Um, It didn't wait till October for things to thin out. It's been thinning out a bit since September. So those of you who've been having more lucid dreams, um, more downloads, more insight that way, that is why. Because in September... Uh, We had a shift that had um, us having more psychic connection, more. So your clairs, your clair audience, your clair sentience, all of those um, started to come into play. You may have been hearing more, perceiving more during dreams, that kind of thing. Now, October has two full moons. So we have that blue moon, once in a blue moon, as the saying goes. Um, We have this blue moon because it is actually the third full moon of the quarter. Um, That blue moon is on October 31st, which happens to be Halloween. 
Um, and I never say the pagan holiday correctly. So forgive me when I mispronounce it. Cause that's what I do. I just do mispronouncing stuff. It's Sawain. Um, and that takes place between October 31st and November 1st. So that celebration is where we get Halloween from. Um, there's a good write-up on that on the History Channel. If you Google it, it gives you a really great write-up about how the, the Celtic holiday um, came into play and where we even get the idea of dressing up for Halloween and having all these festivals and things like that from. So um, focus for October. There's a lot of Venus influence. There's a lot of Venusian influence this month. And there's this, um, there's this, it's not even con- contra- contradicting. It's more like a juxtapose, um, this juxtaposition energy of Venusian influence in the midst of Mars and Pluto being at play. So you got Venus, which is like soft and love and things that feel like light. And then you have Mars, which is the god of war and Pluto, which is also at play highly this month um, as being rulership of Scorpio. Um, And we also have a full moon in Aries, which is ruled by Mars this month. So we have this space of kind of love and war. This thing, this tug of war that's at play, this this play between light and darkness, this play between, and I, I'm not going to even say good and evil because that's not really it, but this is where we're really going to see spiritual warfare um, really on display. Um, we also are going to be able this month These philosophies, as we go into our new regime, we've got to rewrite the rules. We've got to rewrite the philosophies. We got to, as we come out of the stuff that goes crashing down that didn't work for us, we have to rewrite, like we have to write the new rules. Somebody's got to do that. The philosophies and rules are going to be written by the rebels, by the people who are willing to live comfortably in their dark energy. Um, they're willing to live in the light of their dark energy. This is who leads us. And I'm always talking about on these past few episodes, who are people like, who are the leaders? Who are the leaders? Who are the leaders? Our leaders are looking different. And so I'm going to start to describe who the leaders are for you. And in that description, I want you to, you guys to start going out and looking for people who fit the description, who fit the characteristics. We got to get out of people who have like this spiritual cosplay and they have this look this uniform we can't go looking for the uniform you have to look for the energy you have to look for the characteristics you have to look for that that is what tells us who is going to be the leader so our folks who are willing to walk in their dark and the power of their dark energy are who they're going to be the ones who rewrite the rules for us now i'm going to pause there because Somebody is like, oh, dark energy is going to be ruled by evil. Let's not have a Disney movie description of light and dark. Let's not do that. That is very two-dimensional thinking. Where we're going is five through seventh dimension. 
where that kind of thinking doesn't exist. Because I live in my light doesn't mean that I'm positive all the time and it's buttercups, roses, and fluffy clouds. Because I live in my dark doesn't make me Maleficent and it doesn't make me an evil witch and I'm always wearing black leather thigh boots. That's not what this is about. That is a personification that has come to light for TV and entertainment. You can live in the power of your dark energy and that be your magic and you can still be light. All of the above can exist. Your dark, I explain this to people all the time. When I'm in my light, I attract strays. I don't have the ability to set boundaries because my light is the fairy. It's the fairy does. My dark is what sets boundaries and protects me and says, oh, girl, what you doing talking to that? That ain't no good. My dark is what protects me. And so you've got to start to have a working definition and a working understanding of what light and dark is here there's a space that all of it needs to work together so that's why when i said focus for this month is love and war i didn't say love versus war i said light and dark i didn't say light versus dark they all have to coexist and they can coexist separately and it can coexist within us pretty much um This month overall, before I get into the specific alignments, and I may do a separate podcast for some of these um, really, um, these supplemental energies and and shifts and things like that that happen. Um, But for the first half of the month, we have kind of several oppositions um, with Mars and Aries is going to be square Pluto and Capricorn and square Saturn and Capricorn. So it's like what you do may be opposing some of the rules and the stuff that you've learned. This is a free will kind of idea. Um, Venus and Virgo is going to be um, trine Uranus and Taurus. So there's going to be some periods where you're kind of thinking like Uranus and Taurus is is what I call planned spontaneity. Venus and Virgo is like, I want these things, but it's really um, planned out and kind of practical. So there may be points at which, you know, you're not actually acting in your magic and you're over planning things. It's like you don't have to plan 50,000 times. It's time to execute some somewhere in there. Um, so this month you may find those oppositions with what you know to be true, what you know needs to be done, what we have known as a fact or truth versus where we know we need to go. Um, there's a lot of those harder aspects this month. So there may be challenges to feel like there's challenges to working in your magic. It's like, you know, your magic exists, but it's like, is this the time to go forward with that? Is this the time to make things happen? Is this the time to really get working? The answer overall is yes, because that's what adds to the collective and gets us out here moving um, and blessing other people and serving. That's the short answer. 
Um, so I'm going to talk about the full moon in Aries. It comes up October 1st, 5.05 PM. We know our full moons are about, um, illuminating the spotlight and, and shining the light on, on ideas and truths and really coming out of the closet with our shadow work and, and telling ourselves some truths. It's the, it's the end of a cycle. So full moon in Aries, it's cardinal energy leadership. Mars is warrior energy. So keys for this full moon is action, war, and change. So you're going to ask yourself the questions. I want you to examine what has to change in your life. Like what areas need movement? What areas need that push? What areas have been stagnant? And where do you need to make some changes? Um, if you have your natal chart, I want you to look at where Aries is and where your Mars lies. Those are going to be some areas to pinpoint for you for shadow work. If you don't have your natal chart, that's fine. Just answer the questions. Make sure you focus on those questions over the next 30 days. Well, not even 30 days. Well, yeah, 30 days because um, the 31st is when the next full moon is. Same month. October 2nd. Venus in Virgo, um, 4.48 p.m. Venus is uh, love, pleasure, money, um, and how the lengths you'll go to get that love, pleasure, and money. So this is mutable earth energy ruled by Mercury. Mutable signs like movement. They don't like stuff to stay the same. So this deals with practical ideas when it comes to love. A lot of the things we're going to be looking at this month is rewriting this dysfunctional ass definition of what love is. We have this, I'm not going to say rewriting because love itself, when you understand the true definition, it still stands. What we have to do is rewrite the script that's in our head that has run incorrectly. It's in, in therapy, it's called reframing. It's like taking a picture out of one frame and putting it in another frame. It may be still part of the same picture, but there's a different outlook on how it looks. We've got to reframe these ideas that we have about love and romance because a lot of them are highly dysfunctional and most of them don't deal with soul connections. They deal with attachments. So that's a huge theme for the course for the course of the month as well, because we have all this Venusian influence. Um, with this Venus and Virgo transit, you want to stop idealizing stuff. Stop, you know, stop looking at potential. Look at what actually is. What is actually there? Your feelings are valid when you look at potential, but you've got to stop overanalyzing, trying to turn things into something else. Because that's how things, how, how you get hurt in the long run. Really, really this month, take a look at what is reality right in front of you. October 4th, Pluto goes direct in Capricorn at 9.33 a.m. So all the application starts here. Pluto has been in retrograde since the springtime, since about April. So now what have you learned this whole year? Now everything's going to be set in motion to move forward. So the application starts here. We're going to be moving forward at lightning speed. So either you got it or you don't. 
There's not going to be time to spin back around and be like, girl, you got this. Y'all sure you okay? You sure you feel comfortable? That's not happening this month. It's either you learned the lesson and you're going to move forward in everything that you're supposed to do or you're not. It's either you answer your calling because it's been knocking at the door of your soul for months now. Either you answer your calling or you don't. Nobody's going to be sitting and waiting for you and begging for you to ascend and do what you're supposed to do and add to the collective. Things will just keep moving. It'll be up to you to catch up when you catch up. October 13th, Mercury moves into Scorpio and it's going to go retrograde um, 9.05 p.m. Scorpio energy, which we'll talk about a little bit more this month, it's fixed water energy. Our fixed signs are kind of, um, they like to know what to expect. They're kind of hard and fast with rules and the things that they do. So they don't change a lot where things are concerned. Um, this Mercury, Mercury is our communication, how we think, how we learn. So this energy with Mercury and Scorpio retrograde, it has us lingering for a second because it's in retrograde. We're going to be lingering in this portal. It's going to feel like you hear echoes, especially for people who have heightened spiritual gifts. You are going to hear stuff maybe on a loop. You're going to be hearing things repeatedly until you pick it up, write it down and apply it. Um, It's going to keep kind of replaying for you. Like, do you see this? Do you see this? You need to get this. Certain aspects are, are going to keep bumping you until you actually push forward in it. The lucid dreaming is going to increase. The dreams with messages are going to increase. Write them down. Keep a little notebook by your bed. So as you get up, you can brain dump. The downloads are going to increase. This is uh, another portal opening where we're really needing to pay attention to the occult. When I talk about on this podcast, the occult, the occult simply means that which is hidden. A lot of concepts, key concepts of spirituality had to be hidden because religion came and took over and said, you can't talk about this. You can't do this. So a lot of the vibration of where we need to live has been hidden, but it's actually where we need to live. This Mercury and Scorpio retrograde um, is going to give us an influx of ancestral wisdom and knowledge as we are kind of sitting in that holding pattern. So we have the new moon in Venus. Um on the 16th at 3:31 p.m. new moon new energy new cycles new partnerships um like being willing to to make new starts set intentions um libra is all about partnerships linking harmony bringing things together it's ruled by venus um there needs to be a vulnerability that kind of comes out during this new moon um because this is where we make changes. If you are so hardcore that you can't listen or you can't feel or you can't empathize with things, stuff doesn't change because you think you know everything. During this transit with this new moon, 
Um, we have a lot of social unrest and social injustice that's happening. This is where we're going to have to listen and tap in and understand and apply new rules to help change all of the stuff that's going on. We can't keep complaining about it. We can't keep bringing visibility to it with a hashtag. The rules have to be rewritten. And that's it, plain and simple. So during this new moon, it's to, and I've been talking about this, is talking about like legal stuff and leaders coming forward that way. This is how the change needs to be made. And it's super practical, super practical. We also want to look at with this new moon, how do the arts imitate life? There's a lot of things out here that we see that we don't like, but it's an imitation of life. So if you don't like what it looks like when it's mirrored to you in art, fix it in real life. The sign of Libra, when we look at the symbol for Libra, um, it also talks about like the weighing of life in, in, in Egypt. Um, at, at, at your death, they would kind of weigh your heart and weigh your mind and see, you know, which one out, how, what kind of life you lived. Um, that's at play here too, with this new moon in, in Libra. What are you doing? Like, how are you making your mark? How are you living in your purpose? What is the measure of your soul? That's at play here too, with this new moon in Libra. The sun moves into Scorpio. We get into Scorpio season, October 22nd at 6.59 p.m. Therefore, if a child is born October 22nd, 2020 at 6.57 p.m., they are still a Libra. If they're born at 7 p.m., they are a Scorpio. This Scorpio season, we talked about the Scorpio energy. It's fixed water energy. It's ruled by Mars and Pluto. Um, This season, living in your dark will be easier for those of us who do, like who are okay with living in our dark. Where's your power? That's what we're going to be asking Scorpio season. Where's your power? Dark isn't evil. Dark is going to help propel us through some of this bullshit and get evil up out of here. Because dark will work to get evil out. Light is like kumbaya. Dark is like where's the machete? We're going to make some stuff shake. Get some stuff working. in, In Scorpio season. Um, then on the 27th, we have two things happening. We have Mercury going retro. Mercury is still retrograde, but it moves into Libra. And then Venus moves into Libra also on the 27th. Um, Mercury retro in Libra starts at 9.33 p.m. Venus in Lib- moves into Libra at 9.41. Um, when I talk about these, this is why it's also important to know your time of birth for understanding your planets for your natal chart. Because if you don't know your time of birth, but let's say you're born on October 22nd, 2020, and you don't know your time of birth, this is why I don't understand um, how certain astrologers can just use the default time of noon. Because if you use the default time of noon, then you could have this person's birth chart all wrong 
because at noon, Venus was still in Virgo. At 9.41 p.m., it moves into Libra. So if that person was actually born at 10 p.m., they're a Venus in Libra. We really have to know the birth time. Mercury retrograde in Libra, we're communicating with the sense of love, with the sense of togetherness, um, but also with the sense of truth. We have to weigh some things out and really know what's really happening and really be keen to what's happening during this time period. It's really about speaking truth and bringing that to life. Um, Venus in Libra, Venus is the ruler of Libra. Venus also rules Taurus, which we're going to talk about in a second with the full moon in Taurus. Um, but here we have Venus, Venusian energy again. So we have to understand that real meaning of love. Um, not that dysfunctional twin flame shit <laughs> that talks about romance and running away and somebody's always unavailable. That's bullshit. That's not what love is about. Um, we have to start looking into what there, there are several types of love. Um, and those definitions do not change. They don't change because you've never experienced it. They don't change because it feels uncomfortable for you because you've never seen it. Those, uh, those ideas and those, um, definitions of love, there are certain things that stay the same. We've got this horrible way of saying, well, everything over here in the establishment is falling down. So I'm just going to go ahead and wreck everything. No, everything doesn't need to get caught up in the wreckage. There's some stuff that's really good that we need to actually bring with us moving forward because you've been dealing with the dysfunctional shit for so long. You didn't even get a chance to tap into the really good stuff that needed to stand. You've been dealing with the dysfunction so long that you think everything has to go and everything's dysfunctional. Everything is not. It's just that you're not able to see the working definitions of love and things like that the way that they are intended to be because you've been in dysfunction for so long and everything you do and everything you see is through a lens of that dysfunction and hurt. This is how things go arise so so quickly and this is how they go left so quickly is because people are sitting around here operating like emotional live wires. They're, they're not grounded. It's like a wire that it's like a live wire that's just moving everywhere. You got to ground it in order to direct the energy. Otherwise, this live wire is just up on top of the ground. It's just moving everywhere. And it could literally kill somebody because it's out of control. That's how a lot of people are living. And that's why people are like, trigger warning. Oh my gosh, you're, you're, everybody's offended. You can't say anything. Everything's being canceled because everybody's walking on eggshells because people out here in emotional live wire and they won't get their shit together. Or they're an emotional live wire and they vomit that all over people and then call themselves healers in the name of talking about all the shit that keeps them a live wire. It's incorrect and it's not the way we're supposed to live and it's going to be super uncomfortable to bury that live wire so that way that energy gets directed. But that's what we're going to have to do because things can't keep going like this. This is why you can't see the proper definitions of things. And I've seen some people just morph stuff. And I'm like, how do you just go change that because it doesn't fit your narrative? That's insane. So October 31st, um, 
last day of the month, we have the full moon in Taurus at 10.49 a.m. Venus energy, it's fixed earth energy. Taurus ends up being the more sensual of our earth energy. It's more tender and more emotion driven. And we don't think of emotions and tenderness and sensitivity when it comes to the earth signs. But believe it or not, earth signs do possess that energy. We just don't think of it. Um, And so with this full moon, we're going to move into like looking at actually tapping into the areas of your life where you've been stubborn and unmoving. What ideas have you been devoted to that you were loyal to and stuck with and those ideas did not bear any fruit? No harvest. Get rid of it with this full moon. Release it. Because it's not bearing you any fruit. It's not doing anything for you. Um, It may be timing as the reason why it's not bearing fruit. It may be that it doesn't have anything to do with your purpose. Whatever it is, if it's not bearing fruit, release it. It's not supposed to be there. Um, Taurus is a sign of harvest. Bringing things full circle. Full moon, we want to be at at the end of a cycle, bringing things full circle. So we really have to um, shine the light on certain things and be like, it's okay to just kind of push pin this or get rid of this or just move this along because it's it's not bearing anything. Um, It may be that you just don't have the energy or the resources tapped right now to be able to fulfill it. Whatever it is, redirect your energy. So... This month, um, I want to kind of stop there because there's so many things that are happening during the course of this month that I know I'm going to have to come back through and do supplemental um, podcasts to kind of break some things down and really give an in-depth look. That's the overview for October. Um, The other thing I just want to kind of put out there is that I want people to be very aware and using your intuition and understanding how to tap into certain things because now we're we're wide open with knowledge right and part of what this this space will do part of what this portal that is open will do is going to swallow people up based on the fact that Um, which is where we're talking about. There's some people moving ahead. Some people kind of getting stuck. Some people feeling like they're in quicksand. Some people ascending. There's all people doing things all at different rates, right? We've got to be careful of astrologers and spiritualists who kind of use scare tactics with things. I keep seeing stuff about, you know, things that are kind of frightening people about October. There's a difference between giving truths about things And then kind of scaring people into things. So then that way they can come work with you on stuff. That's two different things. Also, I don't know how many times, like every year, all of a sudden the world is going to end in December. This is, y'all have got to pay attention. The world is not, it's, it's not ending every year in December. Um... What we do have to be aware of in December, we definitely have um, uh, the winter solstice. And that is such a huge, huge celebration. Um, 
known as Yule. So then you hear Yuletide slay, the Yule log, stuff like that. But it starts uh, typically between December 20th and the 31st, which equals what? Your 12 days of Christmas. Um, and so there, there's harvest and celebrations with that because we have our shortest days of the year, shortest daylight, and then the longest um, we have night. And so we'll talk about that a little bit more. There's there's a lot of um, information on that, but I'm going to kind of give you guys that to start going to look up as far as um, these solar celebrations that are considered pagan celebrations, but they dictate a lot. People are out here afraid of December every year. Oh, December 21st, the, the world is going to end. That's the Mayan calendar and all this other stuff. Well, that was 2012. That was almost 10 damn years ago. Nothing's ended. Nothing's about to end in December. Pay attention and know where your, your information is coming from. Because that is the winter solstice. And there's some very powerful energy that happens during that time that you need to harvest as well. So no, like stop listening to people who are sensationalizing cosmic energy, astrology, and spiritualism because they're they're using it to tap into stuff for fun instead of, can it be fun? Are there some funny memes? Hell yeah. I laugh at the memes every day, but there's teaching and learning that can go along with this that can greatly improve your life if you have the knowledge and you know what you're working with and you know how to work in your power and honestly that's what this Scorpio season is all about learning how to work in your power so thank you for joining me this is the October 2020 episode of coconut oil startups and dope vibes enjoy having you i'm your resident fairy godmother tamara angela follow me on um instagram love and fairy f-a-e-r-y magic um if you're new to the podcast make sure you message me ask me questions give me topics that you want to hear from um and i think i'll definitely do some more podcasts this month last month was kind of crazy so i'll do some podcasts this month um, that kind of breaks down the energy a little bit more. Um, so you guys know exactly how to use it as always in my teaching style. I don't get too convoluted with all of the alignments. I like to just kind of break it down for you and give it to you in bite-sized pieces so you can ingest it. Well, later guys.